0: You are Locked on Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Phillies your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. This episode of the Locked on Phillies podcast is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our locked on rooms, Spotify Greenroom. It's changing the way we talk sports. Joined here by Johnny Heller. Of course, this is the Locked on Phillies podcast. I, am, I of course, am your host, Dan Wilson, joined here by Johnny Heller from philliesnation.com. And we've kind of been discussing everything 2021 Phillies. We talked a little MLB postseason. and Now we're kind of Bridge those things together, because one thing, uh, if you don't follow Johnny on Twitter, Johnny, feel free to give yourself a uh, your Twitter, a plug here and uh, all the work you do at Philly's Nation, by the way.
1: Sure. Yeah, uh, you can follow me at Twitter uh, or on Twitter at, at Johnny Heller. Uh, no H and Johnny. That's that always trips people up a little bit. And yeah, uh, Philly's Nation, I'll be I'll be writing some, uh, you know, free agency stuff pretty shortly. So stay tuned for that.
0: Yeah, J-O-N-N-Y, the only way to spell Johnny. That's that's absolutely right. As I've been told, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't already been following, first of all, you should be. But he's uh, been pretty strong about the fact that the Phillies did not do enough at the trade deadline. And every time the Braves win a game and someone who they acquired at the trade deadline does something well, whether it's the aforementioned Adam Duvall, Eddie Rosario, uh, they acquired not right at the trade deadline, but I believe it was before that, Jock Peterson. Uh, whatever the case might be, they made some additions at the deadline and gave up very little for it. So I'm Johnny. The floor is yours. Uh, I've heard this case before, but for the listeners who are not as familiar with this argument, um, how good how much more could the Phillies have done at the deadline? What are the Braves doing? How much is it paying off right now, in your opinion?
1: Yeah, so so the Phillies definitely could have done more, and it wouldn't have cost them too much. Um, I'm going to start with Eddie Rosario, who has what like three four hit games this postseason. Um, has been just you know probably the maybe the best hitter in the playoffs outside of Kike Hernandez. Uh, you know who the, the the Braves traded for him? They traded Pablo Sandoval. But who, he but he hit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you only watch him against the Phillies, you Opening might think, all day, right, that's a pretty good think, You might think this is like
0: 2010 Pablo Sandball. Yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> guy's but no, baseball. That,
1: yeah. There's, there's no way that guy's ever, ever playing in the majors again. So, um, you know, I think they traded, they traded Alex Jackson for Adam Duvall. Um, tell me, do you know who Alex Jackson is?
0: Uh I've now heard the name, but I'm not that familiar with his work to be perfectly honest. Yeah. yeah. So
1: a relief pitcher. That's you know, that's that's all we got. And then um, you know, they traded Bryce Ball for Jock Peterson, like you said, a couple weeks before the deadline. And then they traded name slip of my mind, but a, a, a relief pitching prospect for Jorge Soler the trade on that now. It is important to note that all four of those guys that they traded for, none of them were particularly having a good season at that point. Um which, it, like, it's important to note because it's not—it's not like, wow, the Phillies could have gotten one of the, the better hitters in baseball, or or any. There's anything a reason they that were that
0: cheap. There's there, yeah, there is it, a, a reason
1: for sure. But at the same time, you know, again, it's it's not like it's not like the Phillies traded for other guys in the you know in that same ilk, and and then those guys just continue to be bad. They didn't trade for anyone. They traded for Freddie Galvis, who hit a couple tanks. You know, we love Freddie Galvis, but. He's not he's not fixing anything. Um Adam duvall has been playing some center field, which Philly's I don't know if you want Adam used, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you want him there, but like it better than, than what the Phillies had going. And um, you know, all right, the Braves took had to take on a little money in the in the Rosario trade and and the Phillies couldn't go over the luxury tax. Like sure, sure. Um same thing with Peterson. Like if you really want to say that, then fine, but I you can't be sitting there. And again, like the thing about the Phillies last four years is outside of outside of 2019. They've been in a really bad division. Um, they've been in it or either in a really bad division or like in, you know, in 2020, they just could have gotten a playoff spot because the, the playoffs were expanded. So all of these years, they've kind of been able to hang around just because of that. And at some point they like you, you just have to go for it because, uh, you know, the, the core they have right now, um, it's getting older. Um, you know, having the best season of Zach Wheeler's career, not the best season of Bryce Harper's career, only because he had already, you know, an 2015, absolutely yeah. unbelievable season. Um, but at, at the same time, it's just like you can't just sit around and 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 be in the thick of it in the NL East at that point. Um, I mean, they were in first place in August, right? That that Met series was in August.
0: Yes, the Braves were not even people thought the Braves were going to be sellers at the deadline. How this yep. season could have gone very differently. They're a game away from the World Series as of right now.
1: Yeah. So so again, and and it's not to say like I get it. The, the Braves roster top to bottom, even if you remove those four four players, that they significantly acquire, better than the Phillies. Better than the Phillies. I get it. At the same time, you know, you're in it and there are 60 games left. You just got to go for it. Um so, you know, again, not saying they should have traded for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner and not even sure they, they could have possibly could not have Chris but... Bryant
0: was a pipe dream that they weren't getting any of those names
1: yeah um, and I, yeah exactly and I'm not saying they should have but but just the fact that they kind of have uh, stood pat in regards to improving a lineup that was has kind of struggled all season it just it, it didn't make sense and again you know like you said in the last the last episode like they they even if they made the playoffs they probably wouldn't have done anything but it doesn't matter to me. Like you just have to go for it. You can't, you can't be content with another 500 season.
0: You just well, that's that. that's for sure. And that's why they went 82 and 80 this time. So they, you know, finished <laughs> a, a game above 500. Um, but you're right. Like the Braves were better. They certainly made improvements to their team. Are you surprised at how the Braves season kind of took off? Cause this seemed like the year where the opening was there. Like I'm more and more frustrated by the day when I see the Braves succeeding here in the playoffs, or just when I think about the season, as a whole, like this was the year to do it. Like this was the year the analyst was there for the taking the Braves. were not taking stranglehold of this division for the first four months, as many people would expect. Ronald Acuna goes down. Like this was the year to do it was the chance is the chance ever going to be there in the foreseeable future for the Phillies to win the division as well as it was just sitting there for him this year.
1: I, I don't know. I, 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 probably not but at the same time you know we're we're looking at a new cba we'll probably get expanded playoffs which that's a whole nother a whole another conversation but you're right yeah i i mean you're looking at a a, a brace team that's you know been consistently good and is probably going to continue to be good because it's still pumping out you know some some young talent has a, has, a, has a good young rotation, all of that. It's not like that team's just going to fall off unless, you know, maybe Freddie free. But again, that's another conversation. You're looking at a Mets team that, you know, the owner, quote, unquote, is willing to spend. Uh, I don't know. I don't know to what extent that really matters because it's the Mets, as we all were reminded of this year. Um, the Marlins maybe are building a little something. Give it a couple of years. But again, it's, it's like you said, it, It's the division was there for the taking. And, and you can't just wait for next year because because of just kind of what the position the Phillies are in Um, because in you know you look at what what's it going to look like in four years well you have uh, JT Real Nudo at like age 34 making 25 and we already saw
0: you know kind of a decline here a sneak peek
1: a sneak peek at that was you have Zach Wheeler on the last year of his contract you have Bryce Harper kind of he'll probably still be productive but getting older like it's not like you know things are going to get better for the Phillies uh, based on how They've, you know, kind of given out those contracts and everything. So, like, these players are in their prime now. You just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta go for it.
0: More of the Locked On Phillies podcast uh, with Johnny Heller from PhilliesNation.com coming right up. But first, I have to tell you about Netsuite. Slow is just right if you're on vacation. A sloth, or describing QuickBooks, more like slow books. It sucks you in and slows you down with manual processes, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays that leave you scrambling for the numbers you need. Now is the time to make the switch to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one financial system, because NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time, no matter how big your processes grow. Failing to switch to NetSuite will leave you stuck trying to make sense of your books while your competitors sprint ahead. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control since switching to NetSuite. And right now, special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on right now. Get special financing at netsuite.com slash locked on. One last time, that's netsuite.com slash locked on. Of course, I also have to tell you about Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. And when we talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors by now, you're certainly missing out. There's Coconut, Cherry barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, German Chocolate. My personal favorite is definitely the Cookies and Cream, but if you haven't tried all the flavors, you could get a mix box where you get two of each of those nine flavors. Bilt Bars, they're not just the best tasting, they're healthy as well. Check out the boxes where they have 17 to 18 grams of protein 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs, they're all amazing flavors that are all tasty and they're all healthy as well and when you go to built.com and use the promo code lock 15. You'll get 15% off your order Again, that promo code is lock 15 for 15% off at built.com last time that's 15% off at built.com when you use the promo code lock 15 and before we resume here i want to thank you again for making locked on phillies your first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms um johnny as we kind of you know continue on this discussion of what they could have done at the trade deadline what they couldn't have done at the trade deadline bigger picture i mean let's say the phillies in a perfect world made all the moves the braves made or they had a similar trade deadline to the braves and they're sitting there in first place you know, right after that Mets series, and they went on that little run there. Important to note, the Phillies were not in first place at the trade deadline either. They kind of went on that run right after it. Um, Where would the Phillies be sitting right now? I mean, were they a playoff team? Would they potentially be sitting here in the NLCS? I mean, we kind of already assessed that the roster was worse to begin with. Was the potential really there the way it was in Atlanta?
1: Um, You know, I don't think it was the way it was in Atlanta, but at the same time, I, you know, I think again, if they if they had a couple more big bats, um, and and all of a sudden, you know, you know, aren't just scoring one run per game in, in stretches, uh, you know, maybe they win a few more. Maybe they're in the playoffs. I think it's easy to say like they wouldn't have done anything in the playoffs. At the same time. I don't think the Brewers that Brewers team was that good. Like it was good, it was great their in the regular pitching season. Was really, yeah, and their pitching. The pitching was... pitching was good, but I think it, I think that was a pretty beatable team. Um, as we saw, uh, like like I, I don't think the Phillies would have would have been able to hang with the Dodgers, but you know maybe they win a playoff season. like again. We'll, you don't we won't know. know because you don't know. Yeah, and yes. and we, and we won't know now. Yeah. Yeah, because because again they they just kind of did nothing, and and also. You know people would just say well if the phillies traded for adam duvall he would have he would have been worse 150.
0: they would have ruined his career yeah
1: yeah so you know you don't know but you can't you can't stand back when when you were in the position that they were
0: let's take it you know a step further here they were in the position they were were there any moves at the time were there any like specific guys you would have targeted and said that would have been a difference maker because they finished with 82 wins do they you know it How close in your mind were they to actually winning the NL East, which would, the Braves would not have gotten a wild card. They had the two NL West teams knocking each other out. The Cardinals went on their run at the end of the season. Were there any difference makers they could have actually gotten there? As you mentioned, Reese Hoskins hobbled. He eventually goes down. They could have used depth, if nothing else. I mean, you're starting Ronald Torres every day. You're going to Freddie Galvez every day. You're overexposing players that frankly should not be in the lineup every day. What would have made it better?
1: I mean, again, I've, I've said his name like eight times, but Adam Duvall, because he can play center field and he's a right-handed power bat. And I think like those were maybe the, made the sense, yeah. biggest, biggest weaknesses that, that they had, um, you know, bringing on on uh, like, I don't know. I, I would also just need to like look at a list of names, kind of refresh myself on on who who was traded, who was kind of remember. But again, it, it's just th- those guys are always available and and you don't know. You don't know how much of a difference they're going to make, but. Um, you know, the the holes were, it was just so clear what, what they needed to do, like so clear. And it, and it would not have taken much of anything and and they just didn't. All
0: right. Overall uh, grading time. Now, uh, when you grade Dave Dombrowski, uh, just on the trade deadline, you can take into account what other teams have done as we sit here on October 22nd. If you could go back, you know, a little bit of revisionist history, but, and say, Dave Dombrowski gave him, you know, a generous C plus and maybe close to a C for that off season, the trade deadline was his, like there, there wasn't any debate about that. They were there. Uh, if you're giving a grade to Dombo as Bryce Harper likes to call him at the deadline, what are you giving him? Uh,
1: uh, uh, D plus.
0: All right. So he get to, it goes a notch below where he was yeah. this past off season
1: mm-hmm.
0: D, D plus what goes into the grade just could have done more.
1: Again, again, um, if you're not, if you're not, if you're just going to make the one move and not do anything else, you might as well sell like, yeah, really what it comes down to. Is it just really, thinking.
0: really what yeah. it, yeah, it was just frustrating because like they went on that little run right after the play. And you remember Kyle Gibson like ended for they the two days after the deadline, if I'm remembering correctly, they lost two games in Pittsburgh, which. They struggled against bad teams, you know, all they lost that series in Arizona getting swept, which was just ridiculous, (laughs) but Gibson kind of like became the stopper in a weird way. And then he pitched well again, in that met series and he gets a big hit and like everything was going well. It wasn't necessarily because of the deadline, but they did catch fire right after the deadline. Like you have to wonder if that happens a week earlier, are we looking at a different team in 2021.
1: I think so. I think I think they were they were playing pretty uninspiring baseball at that point. And like did they uh, really
0: like they said they believed, they said they wanted to buy, but did they really? Like they kind of no, did this like
1: I, I don't think they I don't think they did. And I think the I think the Gibson move was as much for next season as it was for this season. And I I really do think they were just out on 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 Spencer Howard and and it was like, All right, let's let's swap them for a guy like Hans Kraus and, and also get get these these this this starting pitcher who has has another year in his contract. I, I like I, I, I didn't view that especially especially looking back now I I don't view that as a this is this is to help us right right now as much as just you know kind of moving on and all that
0: final segment here with Johnny Heller coming right up uh we will discuss more kind of 2021 Phillies also going to ask uh you to weigh in I don't know if you've noticed but we've been doing our uh Joe Girardi offseason bracket here gonna do a little bracketology uh with you get your uh thoughts on some of the matchups that have taken place uh when we return But first, have to tell you about BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season and with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive that bonus from basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online—it's where the game starts. And of course, this episode of Locked On Phillies is brought to you by RockAuto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts in their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rockauto.com is a family business serving the do-it-yourselfer from than 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every kind of customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even that new carpet. Go explore their easy to use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on the how did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Uh Johnny, before I you know ask you to do some bracketology here uh with me, uh your assessment of Joe Girardi uh just this season as a whole and what role he played or didn't play in your opinion um in the 2021 phillies outcome
1: you know generally i I've, I've tried as as hard as i can to be like a a general or, or, or a managers don't matter that much kind of guy um you know I, I was pro gabe kapler i thought he was fine um and obviously we saw this year that he's maybe even better than fine uh but, but joe hardy was like just consistently making the wrong move it, it, it felt like no matter what he did um you know it, <laughs> it wasn't the the correct decision and, and maybe you know part of that is a, a an extremely flawed roster um you know you you, you see guys like and, and, and this is this is only one little maybe nitpick but you see you know guys like matt veerling you know have a three-hit game and not not be in the lineup the next day and, and you know this is like the smallest nitpick and in games don't matter at the end of September, but, but stuff like that, refusing to play those kinds of players, um, you know, leaving starters in too long, not leaving them in long enough. Just, just like, again, consistently making the wrong moves. I thought it was terrible, Uh, a terrible season from Girardi. There was a point in like early June where I was like, Hmm, how, like could this get bad enough for him to be gone before the end of the season? And then by September, I, I really, you know, I really thought that, that, he was he was going to go if, if Gabe Ka- I understand Girardi won a World Series in New York whatever like congrats he did it with with an incredible roster like it's, it's Hall of Famers I'm like left right yeah I could have I could have managed that roster to a World Series like sorry um, managing
0: the egos was like like the hardest if, part
1: uh, yeah exactly it's easy enough um <laughs> if, if, oh, I'm sure <laughs> you're telling A Rod you're just putting it out of the clubhouse easy easy uh if Gabe Kapler only gets two seasons then why does Joe Girardi get more than two seasons? That's what I don't get, and I, I know. All right, one was a sixty-game season. Like, I like you can't have have Washington this year and think, yeah, let's bring let's let's keep him on board.
0: And the best part is, Dombrowski doesn't even know when his contract ends, so that kind of, <laughs> <Yeah>. feeds, <laughs> kind of feeds into this whole thing that they haven't. Oh, even he discussed. has a,
1: he has an option, does he?
0: Yeah. So, that's, like, that's, <laughs> what? This is I. Well, we're gonna have to see who tweeted that out. Well, it was actually the Phillies who tweeted that out, right. and Put it in the press release and uh, that whole thing. So, I'm gonna give you these matchups that we released uh, on the pod. Uh, actually earlier today, uh, and you tell me what you make of these matchups, whether you agree, whether you disagree. I already gave the listeners my thoughts. So important to note, the seating was randomized. I killed myself over seating for a while and said, screw it, and just put it in a randomizer and said, this is going to be random selection. You know, there's not going to be any bias of like, I want this team to go or this team or this matchup to go a certain way. So matchup number one was, if you remember, Neftali Feliz entered into a close game against the Marlins and they blew it. Uh, and that went up against the uh, Mad Max incident. Um, now the Scherzer incident, in my opinion, is a little bit weird one to grade because, like, it wasn't like an in-game managerial decision. I mean, it was to have him continually checked, and it was more so the comedy that ensued between him and Scherzer. Uh, where would you? Which way would you lean on that one?
1: It's got to be like, <laughs> I think that that game against the, was the the Phillies was that against the Cardinals.
0: Well, that was the first one that's also on here we haven't gotten yeah. to that matchup yet
1: okay so so to me it that's was my like personal Gir- favorite it was by like the way. it was like joe Girardi went to bed in 2012 and then woke and up and woke up like, in ah.
0: 2021
1: yeah I, I woke up like during the game it was like ah I, I need i it's a close game i gotta put you know a, a good reliever in and that's how please doesn't he like throw a 100 and like
0: <laughs> no he hasn't pitched in <laughs> four years joe wake up <laughs> it's like what?
1: Yeah, that, that that I feel like, and not having even looked at the rest, that might just be the winner of the entire I,
0: So I, I happen to agree with you. So yeah, Felice versus the Marlins, in this case, won. Uh, yeah. And then the other matchup was Ramon Rosso came in a tight game. You remember when they were in Milwaukee in September, and then they went to Bedrosian, and the whole game kind of just fell apart. Yeah. Uh, but the one that I thought deservedly so won was you remember the game against the Tampa Bay Rays at Citizens Bank Park when Zach Wheeler inexplicably went out for the night
1: yeah it, it's the wheeler one that that was like you said inexplicably like it just it why there, there was no reason for it
0: so those two will be squaring off uh in a matchup later this week uh the matchup results that came in today uh that I will be breaking down on the podcast later will be uh if you I don't know if you remember Ronald Torres' Uh, being asked to bunt to play for one run in the top of the 10th in new york that i thought was pretty bad like literally single-handedly killing the inning they of course going to lose that game zach eflin was left in to hit another game in new york this was against the mets and then didn't go back out to pitch the next inning uh he never really seemed to get that nationally baseball thing down in my opinion thought that was weird uh, david yeah. hale entering a close game against the mets and then again one of my personal favorites uh last week this season against those braves who are still playing now uh, Didi Gregorius batting against the lefty. Your thoughts?
1: Oh, I got uh, people got mad at me because I, I tweeted at the time. I was like, "What are you doing?" And then he like actually hit the ball pretty hard. <laughs> um, that was still that was still just a terrible decision. He hasn't hit lefties all year. Uh, but the the to me the um, Torres bunting it, it was just a reminder of how like like the Phillies for some reason just loved loved to bump this year. I, you said Girardi. Wasn't great at the NL baseball thing. I think, you know, he, you know, just watching from from the American League, he's like, wow, they they, they like to bunt, and he's just like, just like, well, you remember the first two months of the season?
0: Like, I didn't even put some of these like double switches in there. It felt like he thought. I think it was his understanding the first two months of the year that you're required to double switch. You had you yeah. yeah.
1: Yep, yep. You have it has to be a double switch if you make any change. Yeah. No. It, <laughs>
0: It, what a weird and you start forgetting about some of these and thank god i marked some of them down throughout the season certainly been fun uh certainly will be fun keeping track with that uh and johnny it's certainly uh been fun here talking all things trade deadline uh all things last off season uh really quick just thoughts on the upcoming off season do they go after one of these big time shortstops? like is that even within the realm of possibility and what area of the team are you looking to improve first here
1: um i think the biggest thing they need is a bat because i think i think the rotation's actually in a a decent spot um you can you can mess around with a with a, a bullpen and without you know signing big arms so i think there are like five really really good shortstops available um so i imagine we'll hear about the phillies a lot um but at the same time you, you look at, you know, the number of big contracts they have right now and, and just kind of thinking about what things are going to look like in 2026, 2027. And, and maybe maybe they end up going the route of, like, signing, you know, really good players to, like, four or five. Like, maybe they maybe they go the, the Nick Castellanos in, in right or, or in left field for five years route over, you know, signing Correa to a 12-year deal. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, they'll, they'll have money to spend. I think they should try to extend uh, Hoskins and Eflin, one or, or or at least one or the other, because um, both of their free agencies are are, are coming up. So, yeah, I, you know, it'll be interesting to see kind of what their approach is.
0: Johnny, really quick before we get out of here. I know I, you know, you briefly did it earlier, but uh, another chance to, you know, plug Phillies Nation, plug the work you've been doing, your own Twitter uh, and all that good stuff.
1: Sure. Yeah. Follow me, uh, Johnny Heller on at johnny heller on twitter and uh yeah stay tuned um you know philliesnation.com i'm going to be writing uh a couple you know pre-agency primers and and kind of an outline on what the phillies payroll looks like all of that so uh keep an eye out for that
0: of course stay tuned for more locked on phillies at lo underscore phillies on twitter where of course you can vote on the joe girardi bracket bracket matchups and stay tuned for new episodes uh coming through here and throughout the month of October as we talk all things bracket and even into the off season, the fall and uh, winter, as we talk to more great guests like Johnny as well, where, uh, you know, talking all things Phillies, because we got to get through this off season somehow and uh, doing it together certainly a hell of a lot better than doing it alone. Johnny, uh, thanks so much for coming on today.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's always a blast.
0: And thank you the listeners for making locked on Phillies your first listen every single day. Be sure to tune in, you know, coming up for more Girardi bracket, analysis and make your second lock and second listen every day, I should say, locked on MLB where Paul Francis Sullivan and please call him Sully brings you his unique perspective on the majors,
1: both present and past. It's free and it's available on all platforms.